Now I'm rolling. Now we're rolling all around. Pio. Tat Wizard. How are you feeling? I'm feeling. Can I, can I curse? You can do whatever you want to do. I'm feeling fucking great, bro. That's that's awesome. That's all, Don't get naked. <laughs> just just putting that out no, there. No, man. I that's said, Queen's you Flips. Do, that is Queen's that's Flip. That's Queen's Flip. That's, yeah, that's he, not Shout me. to Queen's Flip. He gave us some promo by interrupting us. And we're getting a chance to start over now. Yeah. Um, so this is F and Techies. And F and Techies is a podcast about the world as we know it. And everybody is practically a techie now. But some people are actually techies. Right. Um, F and Techies. FN means function. And really the name of this show is Functioning Techies. Because everybody now is a functioning techie. Kind of like a functioning alcoholic. Right? <laughs> um, I like it. But on, if you look on any keyboard, FN stands for function. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. It kind of It's fits. good. I, I like yeah. it. I'm like explaining it. it because, you know, you're the first person. This is the first episode, so I want to get all the information out there. Pio, how you feeling? I'm, I'm you're good. We already covered that. I'm but I just great. I'm functioning yeah, great. You're functioning great. Functioning oh, great. You just gave me, that's a great one. That's a great one. Um, first, real quick, let me do some shout outs. Uh, shout to all the best I, Trooper Monroe, that's my, my hometown. So I just want to let people know. Um, and I always love those people. And uh, we're sponsored today by Lit Digital DJs and oh. the Hot 97 Studios. All right, all right. Okay. Is, isn't that uh, some dude Flex or something? Yeah, funk, he's funk, a, he's funky a, he's Flex? He's a, funk a, flex? Mm, he's a bit of a kingpin. Some yeah. people that are smaller like to say Funky I've, Flex. I've heard of him. Yes, of, 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 of course. <laughs> I love Flex. Of course, of Flex course. Flex is... You know. He's an effing car guy. He is a, a functioning super car functioning car guy. Yeah. Definitely. But he he gets into tech too. He and no, I had he some does. tech. He's so he is so digital. Yeah. That's yes, right. Yes, that's right. Indeed. So Peel, I asked you to be on my show today because mm. for two reasons. One, first and foremost, you're an audiophile. Yeah. You are heavy into the audiophilia. Like that's yeah. your thing. Like yes. that's your passion. Yes. And that is essentially a techie type thing. So right. I definitely wanted to talk to you about that. And then the other thing was, of course, because you're the PD of Hot 97, so you have insight on certain things sure. that um, could relate to what we're going to talk about. Awesome. All right. So let's get started. All right. All right. Uh, do you know what a techie is? I mean, a person that, that is very involved with technology and a person that um, is a connoisseur of certain things, there are certain levels. Yes. There are the novice levels and the layman level that they could give three craps about you know, stuff. And then there's people like you that are like, we're talking about virtual reality before virtual reality was cool. And I don't know if that's, if that trend has passed or whatever, but you were, yeah. you and I were talking about that before. Yeah. Before it kind of, before it even got to be a thing. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it hasn't passed per se. I feel like a lot of technology nowadays is in a, in a place where it's figuring out how it's going to be consumed by the consumer. Well, think think about um, think about FaceTime, and you know if if you watch the old Star Trek and stuff like that. I mean, Star Wars they were doing FaceTime like you know like Leia sent Obi Wan a basically a face you know Facts. FaceTime message. It's Facts. just you know it was a hologram FaceTime. Right. So it's just how we there was no technology at the time, but you know how they say science fiction eventually becomes science reality. So Correct. 
there's a lot of stuff, and I think virtual reality is there. That it's it's great tech that is ahead of its time, and like the pieces of equipment to consume and to use it aren't quite there. Like you know, hanging around with those glasses, right? That's, yeah, it's know. not it's not going to be conducive to your average living. When Geico way. makes fun of a kid using, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know it's, like, it's, it's, it's man, overblown yeah. and out the, out the space, yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like the where it's going to go is more... Virtual reality is probably going to stay in an entertainment-based situation and educational, right, for training and things like that. Our day-to-day is going to come down to AR, which is augmented reality, mm-hmm. which is the layers of graphics on top of what you're actually seeing. And yeah. to, to reference that, Minority Report is probably how we're going to experience that. Walking into an airport, reads your iris, knows who you are, sells you things that only you can see mm-hmm. in an augmented way. The problem with that, or not problem, but the issue is even in Minority Report, it takes some type of device within us to do that. And a lot of times it's suggested to be an implant situation. Like Yeah, but face recognition is... No, face recognition is, is now, is happening. Yeah, I mean, it's on your phone. Right, whatever, right? But, but more so, like, uh, all right, so taking Minority Report, right? It's what I'm saying is more like it's reading your eye. It's not just reading who you are. It's reading everything about you. It's reading what you do online. It's Googling you. It's Googling you as, as you're it's walking. It's reading your eye. Yeah. And giving, it, giving you only what you want. You know, cell technology was available for decades. Mm-hmm. It was just a military technology. I wonder what, yeah. you know, yeah. I wonder what military technology from 10 years ago will be available to us in the next few years. Yeah, that's that is an exciting you exciting uh, thought. And and what you're saying, you know, heaven knows what, you know, what's out there. I guess today we're so connected and and everybody like the flow of information is so incredibly instantaneous that I guess you can't really hide too much and you know right. people like to leak stuff and yes. whatever, but um but there has to be tech that that's just way out of our yeah yes know. and and i've been pushing something and this is something i had set up for later but you we're getting into it uh i've been pushing stem which is science technology uh engineering and math and it's what they're trying to push onto the kids now for the future because we're getting into a space that no matter what job you want to do you're going to need a level of technology or a level of math or science or whatever in order to do that. Even right. to be a trash man at some point, they're going to figure out how to, you know, the trash truck is going to have a antimatter or something and disintegrate, disintegrate the trash the right trash there. So, but you're going to have to know in order not to blow up the block how to operate that in a very what scientific not to way. Right. Like you can't put foil in a, in a microwave. Right. And in mechanics and cars, like they're becoming way mm-hmm. more uh, tech, tech, tech yeah. involved, influenced. In, yeah. in, I remember when when I was a kid, and you know the the computer was just being introduced to the car, mm-hmm. right? So this was in the '80s, and I remember my dad and my grandfather and stuff. F and computers, and like, oh, we don't need no, you know. Yeah. And, and now it's, you, you know, again, it's 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 the tech that was, I mean, that's where it starts, right? But, you know, before it was more for the emissions controls and, right. and whatever. But now, 
we expect for our cars to do things that just couldn't happen. Right. You know, I mean, look at the flex. We we're talking about flex. Look at the cars that he loves and he's passionate about. Right. Like you'd never find a computer in a 67 Chevelle or whatever. But Interesting enough, he recently uh, debuted a car at SEMA that on the outside looked like a 69 Hellcat, but on the inside was every bit of what a car is today. And... It would be an interesting thing. And everybody, it was well-received and everybody loved it. I thought it was fire. It would be interesting to see the old body types on the new cars yeah. to give us that. Well, I have a buddy in LA that um, he gets the, or he used to, I don't know how many he, he's done, but, you know, the, the old, you know, the cool-looking Corvette, you know, exterior and, yeah. you know, drop in, you know, a, a high-tech engine with good suspension and right and the and right brakes do you feel like that's because we've grown so accustomed to how we live in this technology world that we can't now enjoy anything that's not tech infused like no i mean i think it's uh, no it's it's just you know just look at tires the tires that are on cars you know it's if if uh, this might be a bold and inaccurate statement, but I would wager to say that you get a good, you know, street tire today with today's technology is probably a lot better than some of the tires that people were racing on, you know, several de decades ago. Mm. See what I'm saying? So, so the quality is better. So well, that's yeah, the what quality, we the tech, for. the 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 R and D that's gone into this stuff. Um, if you've ever driven, you know, a, a '60s muscle car, I mean, they're great in a straight line, but once, like when he hit those brakes, and, yeah. and if they're not disc and they're drum brakes, yeah. And for you know, if if you're not over a certain age, and you're like drum brakes stuff, yeah. That, yeah. Google it. It's yeah. a terrible braking system that that's what every car had and yep. when it would rain <laughs> brakes you'd have to pump the brakes that's yep. where pump the brakes comes from yep yep you know because you don't have to do that with with disc brakes and APS or whatever so anyways now I think that the reason why they do that isn't because we're it's because tech makes life Easier. easy and people are you know we're, we're lazy people that is a tend fact. to be lazy we like you know we, we, we want everything really fast um, if you've ever Produced a piece of music and used a computer, if you know, or, or a piece of video, whatever. What, and and if the computer takes a couple of extra seconds to render, you're like the fuck. Yeah, you know. And then Apple or whatever comes out with the latest tech, and it's quick for a second. Then all of a sudden, it's not it's, quick enough. Right, right, right. Yeah, so. we get to uh, we adapt to the behavior very fast now, yeah. and, and then it, it's expected. And right, then we get uh, spoiled on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, an audiophile is a person who is enthusiastic about high-fidelity sound reproduction. Um, you seek to reproduce the sound of a live musical performance, typically in a room with good acoustics. Is that correct? I mean, that's, that's, that's a definition. Uh, you can't recreate the live event because the microphones aren't, you know, the, the, it's... it's what you want to do is you want to create an illusion, mm. right? It's it's first of all you have to see music the way I see music. I see music as an art form, mm -hmm. right? And I, I think you would agree with that. Yeah, correct. You know, it's it's an art form. Correct. You know, hip hop is poetry. Classical music is you know it's 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 a, it's, yeah. it's it's still it's you know it's it's a skill that you a skill that you uh, it's an art often are born with. Right. So so if you go to the Met or whatever. And you're looking at a piece of, of art, it 
and 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 you like it. You're going to go through a lot that you kind of they don't. That piece of art doesn't talk to you, but you're going to see one, and you're like, holy crap, this is really connecting. I feel it makes me feel a certain way, right? So music is the same thing, you know. People that are into audio, I'm I'm a music fan. I'm not an audio. I, I I'm you know I. Being into audio gear is just a, a means to the end. The okay. end is the music, right? Okay. And there are audio fools. You know, there's mm. audio files that are just insane, and they think a certain way, and that's fine. It's good to be. They're kind of like uh, uh, either right or super right or super left. Well, of yeah, the spectrum. These, these are the people that. Um, oh God, what producer said this? Uh, he said it best. Um, I want to say it was Alan Parsons. I might have to fact check that, but he said uh, um, something to the effect of audiophiles don't listen to music for the sake of listening to music. They listen to music to listen to, for the sake of listening to their systems. Mm. And I'm not that person. You gotcha. know, I, I just I want to I want to forget that the speakers are there. I want to forget that the amplifiers gotcha. are there. And gotcha. then I want to connect with the music. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Although you have called me a couple times, like, "Yo, uh, what just happened in the studio just came on in my house, crazy." Well, so, yeah, because yeah, because I was um, like, "Oh, he's tweaking his system." No, no, right no, no, now. no, 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 no. I I use um, um, one of the new newer HD radios, and and when we clip, you know, when we run, and remember, bass takes up a lot yes. of power, yes. right? Yes. And and when when you when you punch it, it it. On a normal, you know, on a regular system, you, you won't like. I don't hear here in my office. The the tuner doesn't do it. But the right. tuner that I have at home, for whatever reason, when we ride the levels here at Hot a little too much, or any radio station, right? It clips. You know, you hear it click. God, you hear. You know, right. you hear the the signal clicking, right. and and it sounds. You know, so got you, got you. Okay. Um, so, um, as as that's your passion, right? Right. And now I know you said you listen to it. You listen to music to hear the music, not for the system, but to connect. Yeah. To, right. But it is your thing. Like it's your passion to know that the audio is in the right space. Right. Even if it's you wanting the music to be right or whatever. Right. But like when people make mistakes like that, like when I was riding the level a little too high and you was like, yo, pull back a little bit because it, it how much like just on the average when it's not a part of the job, how much does do you want to correct people when they like are doing something that you know is like bad audio? Well, no, I mean, I you know, the reason why I reach out to you and 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 I've reached out to other shows, it's it's because when when you ride it, when you ride the faders a little too, I mean, we already compress this the signal and the sound quite a bit and and you know, for radio and every radio station does it. I think Hot has pretty good uh, audio quality, but when you when you ride the level too much, what happens is it you know it it just compresses it even more, and and the music just doesn't have a a ceiling to go to. But um, here's here's the messed up thing about having great audio equipment. Um, first of all, there's a misconception that you have to spend a ton of money. You don't. Mm -hmm. You can get some really great speakers for a couple hundred bucks, um, and and you don't have to spend a, a fortune. The high end market would like for you to, to to think it, but you have to do your the, research. Yeah, you have to do your research. You got to speak to the right people. And if if anybody that's listening, if you ever go into an audio store, you know whatever it is, and they're like, yes, and then you buy these cables, mm -hmm. like that's audio fool. Like a, you know, cables, freaking cable. It's it's the way you know. It's 
the gold tip, yeah, the the, it's, the, well, the, the gold platinum. tip. Gold tip is good because it it's anti corrosion. Okay, but that's why. But it doesn't help the signal. It doesn't per help se. the signal. No, as a matter of fact, you go to into any production studio, talk to any of the top producers, and they will have a conversation of how a microphone sounds different to another microphone and why, you know, uh, a Neumann U forty seven built, you know, in the same year, maybe with sequential. Serial numbers might sound different to one another, or compressors sound different to one another, but they're all running the cables that we're running here. You know, you want good quality cable, you know, for microphones, run star quad cable. Well, 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 with cables, though, right? It does matter upon which gauge you get, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What you want to do is, uh, especially for length, you know, if if you're running a, a speaker... And, you know, and, and, and the speaker cable, you know, the power amp or the, or the receiver or whatever, for home theaters, for example, mm-hmm. right? The rear speakers, if you're running, you know, uh, a cable 30 feet, then, you know, obviously the higher the gauge, yeah. the less signal loss. You know, it's right. just a matter of physics. It's, you know, but there are cables, I swear to you, that have batteries in them. Like that's insane. That is kind of like why would you like why would you do that? Yeah, you know why would and, you do that? And I have no idea. Like there's no because most cables run on a phantom power, so you don't. No, or I it, mean like the, the mo- it, cables are passive. I mean it's it's the it's, power is only needed for whatever device is connected to. Right. Not what, um, some microphones, some condenser microphones need phantom power. Right. That does run through the XLR and 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 whatnot. Not right. these. We're using. Sure, SM7Bs, and these are dynamic microphones. They don't need, you know, they right. just need a robust okay. uh, thing. So, anyways, going back to, to your question, for, like, w- the better the equipment, the more mistakes you hear in the production. Like, I'm a huge fan of uh, jazz um, vocalist Gregory Porter, and his production and his stuff is 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 top notch, but his latest LP, like I was listening to it, I'm here like, oh man, that's that's a little, you know, the Foo Fighters, uh, they, um, what record was it? I want to say it was, um, oh man, the one that they go city to city. I forget what it was. Um, I'm not familiar. Uh, uh, Sonic Highways. Okay. Like there's there's you hear an edit. Mm. You know, so the better the equipment is, you know, and you, the better your headphones are, the, you know, unfortunately, the, the more you will, you know, the more that stuff will come through. Right. You put a pair of earbuds on and it doesn't, you know, it's, you you know, it's, uh, you know. It, but is that you catching that edit? Is that like, all right, I listen to music, you know, of course, uh, I've worked here for 20 years. I'm a fan of hip hop. I've, I've grown up in it and I listen nonstop. And I listen for the beat, the production, and the beats, and the the words, of right. course, the lyrics, the bars. But I rarely listen to the actual quality of the production. And I feel like that kind of falls under, like, at, for you to find, to hear that edit, that falls under you being an audiophile. I mean, yeah. It, it, what, what happens is when you hear that, it, it kind of ruins the effect. Right, it mm-hmm. ruins the. It doesn't ruin it. Ruin it is is a harsh word. It um, does it ruin it for you though, because y- you're the one. Like you're an audiophile, and any any audiophile that's listening is gonna listen that intensely, that to that purpose of seeing. Yo, let me catch a mistake, or let me catch or see what no, the production no, 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 I don't, is. No, no, I don't. I don't. Not that you were looking okay. to catch a do mistake. Do you remember? Do you remember before um, digital was? You know the thing for theaters. You remember going 
and and watching like a movie and and you'd have those little squigglies that look like I mean it looked like pubes. <laughs> that, do you remember that all of a sudden you'd be watching and all of a sudden it was like that little you know like 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 a it, it was basically it oh was just, like in the film in the film yeah 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 okay that's, that's that. a film thing or, or seeing I'm kind a, of a painting cinephile. yeah yeah seeing a painting and there's a speck yeah. So it's the same thing. It's like it's it's you're you're enjoying, you're connecting, and all of a sudden there's there's a little thing. Now does it does it ruin it for me? No, absolutely not. But I'm more I'm more sensitive to it. Okay. You know, I'm more sensitive. I mean, there's some songs that that we play here on Hot that are produced and done very well. Mm. And there's some that aren't, you know, and and Dom the uh, Dom Dom Nero. Dom the bomb or Dom the bomb. Dom the bomb. He and I will sit and listen and just shake our heads and go, "What the hell?" Yeah. When Dom did the remix um, that he added Sean Paul, Paul to Mia from mm-hmm. Bad Bunny and Drake. Yep. Like he, he, like I remember he he had like five different mixes. He's like, "What sounds better to you?" And we went. We heard it in my office. We heard it in his office, and he. Sweated the detail of making sure that Sean Paul's mic, the EQ, sounded as close as possible mm. to the mic that Drake and and Bad Bunny used. That's now you know it's it's tough because you know he like obviously different studios, different right. sides of the world, or whatever. But like he, you know, and and I'm sure that the normal average listener will not pay attention, right. not give a crap, no. you know. And and but you know, when you're a perfectionist and it matters, like you want for it to be a, yeah. a work of art. You want for it to be you. It, you don't want as as his passion as well. You don't want someone to come back and be like, it sounds like shit, right? And that's like the ultimate stab. Not in even the heart. that, or, or, or it's oh, it's it's good. No, you want it for people to say, oh, that's fucking that's, great. That's f- awesome. That's fire. It's the best shit ever. Yeah, definitely. And he went to you as he knows that that's your passion. Well, he as he a, and I share the you know. I mean, I don't I don't know if he's as nuts as I am. You know, he's look. I I feel like he's looking at you like you're the aficionado to him. I think he sees me as a decent pair of ears to 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 validate mm-hmm. maybe the process. But man, for that, I mean, he used I think he used like three DSers. DSers for you know, if, if you don't know, it's it's the it's the compressor that you put on S frequencies so it doesn't sound like shh. Yeah, right. You know, and yeah. and and you know, crappy microphones will make an S really sound like a shh, you know, and people whatever. don't really know the the actual time and effort that producers and engineers put into the quality right. to make sure that well that's why that's why like you know you go and and you talk to a quote unquote audiophile that's why I don't consider myself an audiophile they're like oh well these you know these speakers will make it sound like you're in a concert hall and it's like what mm-hmm. <laughs> like you want a pair of speakers that makes it sound like uh, that are as flat as possible that have good Directivity that have you know that that don't distort the signal in any and and if you like to listen louder you got to get bigger speakers mm-hmm. you know um, but they're you know they're oh yeah it makes it you know it's it's a warm sound oh okay so you got all these engineers that put so much time and effort to get a certain sound out of a record and then you go you take it to a room 
where you've purchased these speakers that are warm and the room is, you know, the room is all fucked up and doesn't have any acoustic, you know, and then the art is lost. It's like getting a Picasso or, or whatever painting that you like, like getting the Mona Lisa and going to a poorly lit room and displaying it, yeah. you know, while shining a green light on it. Mm. And then people look at it and go, well, it doesn't that, that, look quite right. It's not as, I thought it would look better. Right. Yeah. Right. So engineers and producers, they take, you know, I, I was reading a book by one of the best, um, in my opinion, one of the best engineers to ever record and, and, and work with artists. His name is Al Schmidt, and he's done you know, Paul McCartney and mm. Toto. And, you know, he's been around for a long time. I mean, he's been around long enough that he did Frank Sinatra and mm. Nat King Cole. And mm. So his whole thing is he doesn't use a ton of EQ. Okay. And if you go to any production studio, it's like, yo, man, yo, drop the EQ. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, no, my EQs are the, the microphones. Down. The mix down. Right. So if I want a warmer sound, I use a warmer microphone. If I want a you know, brighter he, sound, he's I all use... about getting it from the, the from source. From the source, exactly. Right. He runs, when he records uh, uh, strings, he records, uh, you know, he sets the mic uh, to... Not the cardioid pattern, which these are fixed. These microphones that we're using are fixed on the cardioid pattern, which is like a little heart shaped. Mm. He uses omnidirectional. Mm. He he doesn't want for the microphone to have any, you know, to struggle to search yeah. for what it's looking for. He wants right, to pick exactly. up everything. And then he says, you, you know, put put great instruments in a gr good sounding, great room. Use the right microphones. Record it onto the board. And you know, and and the other thing is he 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 compresses like he he rides the, the the fader so he doesn't have to use a ton of compression. So you just led me into like th two or three of my next questions. Um, I'm gonna ask them one at a time, but I'm gonna group them real quick. One, who do you consider uh, an aficionado of audio? Two, which what legendary studios um, have you gone to? Uh, three, how were you digital when most people were analog? And there was another one that you just said that... Uh, Why LP sound better? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Uh, That's an easy one. Oh, what was it? Uh, it was about engineers and, and uh, producers. But I, I think I have that later, so I'll get to that later. But yeah, so let's start with uh, who do you consider an aficionado of audio? Um, I think that... Um I mean, look, uh, an aficionado of, of, of audio is anybody that 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 wants to hear the art sound as best as it can, right? And and I believe that you are. I believe that Flex is an aficionado. Like Flex, Flex definitely, you know, is. Flex, you know, uh, Dom, Dom uh, definitely, Skip Dillard, who runs WBLS, and and he's the operations manager here. Um, our director of sales at one point was very into Victor, you know, Victor, Victor Giacomelli. So, I mean, there's, there, there's a lot of people, you know, it's just the level, how much money do you want to spend, mm -hmm. you know, and how much time do you want to invest in, and, and with audio gear, unfortunately, you can get really great sounding gear for cheap, mm -hmm. but you know, it's not going to, you know, some, some of these speakers are black boxes that don't have a pretty finish or whatever. They sound great. They don't look phenomenal. Right. And so then you take it home and if you're married or whatever, like the wife looks at you and thinks that you've lost your mind. So who's an aficionado? I mean, all those guys are uh, people in the industry that I think have made 
huge strides and 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 um, anyone with the passion to care about it. Yeah, and and those you know that that would be um, a couple of uh, several dudes that came from Canada to work with Harmon in the nineties uh, at you know. They started um, Harmon Cardin, the speaker company. Yeah, Harmon, Harmon, Harmon. You know, the, um, Mr. Harmon's company, which embodies, you know, of course, Harmon Cardin, whatever, and, gotcha, and JBL, right. JBL Pro, okay, right, 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 and Ravel Speakers, and and Dr. Floyd E. Tool. Okay. Uh, you know, he brought in a world of snake oil. <laughs> He brought in blind testing like this. You know, he he's documented. He has a, I think his book is in like the second or third edition. He documented. I mean, science is 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 repeatable results mm -hmm. no matter what. And and you know, yeah. and basically he put you know people, connoisseurs, audiophiles, aficionados in a room. And he would do blind testing versus sighted testing, mm. and of course, the the more expensive speakers, the pretty speakers, the speakers that looked crazy in design, they always did better in the sighted tests. Mm -hmm. In the blind tests, they the lost. the well, yeah, or draw, or or, or no, usually, lost. you know, Take yeah. The L. Um, yeah. And he came up with. Um, um, he and, and, and his team, they came up with, I mean, they started analyzing the data, uh, hundreds and thousands of people blind testing, you know, and just doing their, like what we do here. We do a lot of research and development here at HOT. And a lot of what I do is R&D work to make yeah. sure that we're pleasing the audience. They did the same thing with speakers. And what they found was very simple. People don't want, when, when they don't know what they're listening to, in terms of, of a of a speaker, yeah. what they generally prefer is a speaker that's flat in the frequency response. That means it doesn't overemphasize. It's mm. not a crispy tss, 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 right, speaker. Right. It's not a boom 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 type of situation. It's it's flat. It's it, it lets, lets you, you hear, hear what you're listening thing. to. But it's not only on axis. On axis is when the speaker's looking right at you, mm. but when you move your head mm. side to side, you know. 10 degrees, 15 degrees, 30 degrees, 60, 60 degrees. You want that to be as flat as possible so because... Encompassing the room evenly. Well, yeah, because when the speaker generates sound, it, it's it's a shotgun, right? Yeah. And and what you want, what you don't want is to have the sound that bounces off the walls and back into your mm -hmm. ears for that to have uneven frequency response. So, so Floyd E. Tool, Dr. Floyd E. Tool, Sean Olive... Uh, uh, Kevin Vakes, Mark Glazer, um, a dude that was with JBL Pro that designed the the. If you go to my my office, the 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 waveguide that's that's in my speaker, right. he he designed that for Harman for JBL Pro, and he's he left and started his own speaker company called Cali Audio. Okay, and again, it's. Uh, amazing sound experience. I haven't heard the Cali audios, but it's like all the reviews and everything's like, oh my God, these are great monitors. Okay. And they're like 200 bucks. Mm. Like these are, and, and they have an amplifier inside them. So you, all you got to do is plug them in and rock out Good and to go. have, right. Um, and the other thing is, I don't know if this is part of the questions. I forgot all your questions. <laughs> no, Anyways, I'm a, I'm a, but the other thing <laughs> is the room. Like the room plays a big part. The yeah. room is the, if you're into audio. The acoustics. Yeah, it's it's like having, you know, let's say that, that you were into film 
and and into home movies or whatever, right? You're into, so imagine getting the best projector that you can, you know, digital, 8K, blah, 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 and then you put it in a room with a ton of lighting. Yeah, and it looks like shit. It looks like shit. Yeah. You know, get a small TV. white out, yeah. So audio's the same way, you know, if you want to enjoy audio, get a decent room, you know, put, you know, with with furnishings. You have to have the right ambiance. And you got to place, you know, you got to place speakers the right way too to make sure you get the effect, the stereo effect, you know, which is, the stereo effect should be, and hip hop doesn't have big stereo, you know, hip hop is, you know, bass is very omnidirectional. 808s. And, right, and, and, but if you listen to, you know, a, a piece of classical music, or if you like a soundtrack from a movie and you plop that on, you want to be able to hear the violin section here, the trombone section over there, the drums over there, you know, the cellos over there, the wind instruments, you know, and, and you want to be able to close your eyes and say, and, and have that connection. Yeah. When you can connect at that level, the music takes, I mean, you, you it'll give you goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. If it, I'm sure a lot of people haven't actually experienced it that way, but yeah. yes, they definitely should. Cause and the other thing is, it's not thrilled. loud. It doesn't have to be loud. No. Like, well, I'm not talking about, oh, you have to, you know, yeah. summer jam, 100 feet away from the stage loud. Like, you don't have to have it that loud no. to really appreciate and enjoy it. You know, I actually, when I experience concert events, I actually don't enjoy it for the most part because loud. it's I, if I'm if a group that's on that's my favorite group and I know the lyrics, but maybe you know I haven't recited it in a while and then I kind of forget and then you kind of like drop back to let them say it to remind you where you're at. Yeah. But at a concert and it's super booming loud like that and you're saying the lyrics and you kind of get to that part where you don't remember and you're like, all right. But you can't understand where they're at, so you're like, damn, I don't know, I don't remember where to pick up now. I went to see one of our favorite salsa singers at Carnegie Hall, um, I don't know, like a year ago, whatever, and Carnegie Hall, you think, oh, Carnegie Hall. I, that is exactly man, the, po- uh, the thought that popped in my head the, just now. The problem with Carnegie Hall is that it it's designed... I don't know if it's designed to have a ton of wind instruments that are amplified and the speakers and and it just it sounded terrible. And I protect my hearing. I take earplugs like, you know, to all our events, to summer jam, to concerts right. or whatever. I I you know, just to get, you know, like a minus 10 dB. Yeah. You know, situation cuz you know, your ears yeah are important. My yeah. ears, you know, I try to protect them as much as possible whatever. But that, like the sound was freaking like it was and you'd think, oh, Carnegie Hall, oh, yeah. that's a, that's an, ex- no, it, 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 it piss you off. <laughs> it didn't piss me off. I just couldn't enjoy it as yeah. much as I wanted to because down. it was like you can't get involved, or I can't get involved when when it's just it's like you're like the highs are screeching and it, you feel like somebody's poking your freaking ears. Go there thinking, oh, I'm about to experience this great audio because it's no, Carnegie no, Hall, because, and then it was like, oh. I, I mean, I've been to Carnegie Hall where the audio's been beautiful and it's usually not a lot of amplification and okay. you know, and and I've been to Carnegie Hall when it's you know when it's a, a too much amplification, too much, and, less is and, more. Yeah, and just and just you know, the reverberation of the room or whatever just drives you crazy. Got you, got you. How'd you get to Carnegie Hall? How did I get to Carnegie Hall? Yeah. 
That's an old joke, Peel. You're supposed oh. to say practice. <laughs> <laughs> practice. <laughs> um, all right, next question. Uh, how many legendary studios have you visited? I mean, I've been to a bunch of studios, uh, but uh, like legendary in the 90s, I was at Capitol, and that was an experience. Um, uh, I would love, I have a couple of friends that have sworn that next time I cross over the pond and I'm in Europe, I, you know, they, oh, dude, we can totally get you into Abbey Road. That's a studio I would so love to go, go to. So you didn't go to Abbey Road? Cause I, 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 didn't, I didn't go into uh, Abbey Road studio. It's a working studio. It's like, you oh, know, some okay. dude trying to get into Hot 97. It's like, dude, we're working yeah, here, yeah, you know? Yeah, but uh, they do tours for, or I've been told, but you have to plan it in advance. Gotcha. You have to really, gotcha. you know, uh, have a connection or whatever. But no, no, no. I was, I did the crosswalk where the Beatles, you yeah. know, for, for I, I, I saw record. on your Instagram page, um, Home and Pro Audio. Yeah, I, I, um, you know, the store I visited and you know, spent way too much money. <laughs> um, but I mean, those are, you know, talk about legendary studios. Like Google the Mike Locker at Abbey Road Studios. Like they still have U47s and U40, like the original. Mm. And there's this this guy that has been taking care of them for years. Wow. Has a log, make sure that they were in working fashion. And that's, that's love right there. He loves. Yeah. That's, yeah. So then you get that and all that love and all that mic and you throw it into you know, a system with $10,000 speaker cables and crappy <laughs> frequency response in a shitty room and you could have recorded off your iPhone. Yeah. You know, so anyways. Yeah, that makes sense. So speaking of iPhone, right? Uh, last of the group questions. Uh, how were you digital when most people were analog? Um, early adapter. Yeah. You know, so I had a Laserdisc player when everybody had VHS. Mm. So I'd overspend... You know, you had to find the stores. They're heavy. Mm -hmm. So Laserdisc, if, if if you're not of our age, if you're yeah. younger and, yeah. <laughs> and you're listening to this, congratulations. Yeah. Um, but those, I mean, there were 12-inch Laserdiscs. You know, it, they, it's they like, look it's like... It's literally like a piece of vinyl, but it's metal. But it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's like a big CD uh, and it's about, it's about, as I want to say, at least as thick as a 180-gram vinyl record. Mm. And um, man, heavy, mm -hmm. heavy. That collection, when I moved it, you know, obviously radio business makes you move back and forth or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I, like I remember carrying those boxes and thinking, holy crap, these things are, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so early adapter, um, chasing quality, chasing the experience, chasing the connection, mm -hmm. you know. Buying movies that were shitty, but they were on this format. Yeah, let's you know. Do you still I, have? That? I don't. I don't do that anymore. I have. I sold all my laser. I have a laser disc player at my mother in law's house in Miami. I'm. I'm not sure it works, but I kept it. Okay. Um, I feel like that's nice something enough. that's going to later on be. Oh like, yeah, somebody look at this piece of technology that lasted for four years. People <laughs> look at it and go, "Oh, how cool!" Okay, and then move on. Yeah. And I kept one laser disc collection. And it's a Star Wars. It's the original oh, Star Wars, yes. and it's and it's and the laser discs. Oh, not as um, fire. The, so the laser discs had two speeds. You had like a like a LP type speed. Right. These are like the fast. You know. So so I, God, I'm, if I remember correctly, this is the Criterion Collection or something that it's constant speed 
from the start of the disc to the end of the disc, mm. right? Yeah. So think about it, a 12-inch disc, you know, it's more revolution, it's, it's, you know, it's, it has more material on the outside and the inside it gets, it, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it, well, yeah, because the, 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 it goes from a 12-inch circle to a 10-inch to an 8-inch, right. you know, as you get closer to the center. Right. It's just like LPs. LPs have, you know, you have to EQ them differently when they get closer to the, to the center because it fucks with the high frequencies. Right. So anyways, these laser, laser discs, it's like four laser discs per movie or whatever. Mm, wow. And it's a big-ass box or whatever, and I, I kept that one. And you had the, so it was like, what, tw 12, because it's three original movies. It's the original series, correct? Yeah, right. yeah it's the original... New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return Jedi. of the Jedi. Yeah, okay. yeah. so that's the only that's one fire. That You're kept. speaking my language now, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful box, too. I, uh, the books and whatever inside it are... Yeah. I, I could imagine that that's probably actually worth good money right now because since then they've been digitally yeah. restored, so yeah, they're actually they're different. Shit, they're well, it depends. Like, yes, I uh, some of the CGI I don't like, you know, knowing the difference. But if you're new into Star Wars, it's not really that bad. I I do have this question, right? That kind of since we're talking about movies and since we're talking about Star Wars specifically, right? Uh, THX certification, is that necessary when you're watching uh, a movie? It used to because uh, there was no standard. And, I mean, THX used to be important. THX was basically a, a standard like your amplifier needed to put out X amount of power and make sure that it didn't clip and make sure that your speakers didn't blow up. And the, the speakers that were THX certified needed to be able to handle a certain amount of power without distortion mm. and, you know, correct uh, directivity, directivity. Um, but I think that everything is caught up. Like there's, you know, with, with, with the amplifiers that, um, that are in receivers nowadays, like, you know, finding one with at least a hundred Watts for seven channels or whatever, like that's easier mm -hmm. to find than back then when, you know, I remember five channel amplifiers that had, you know, a hundred Watts for the Front three channels, but mm. 25 watts to the rear, mm. and one power transformer, and all this, and you know, it's so. Yeah, THX used to mean more. Okay, so those that don't know, THX is a the sound quality. It's actually, standard. It's it's a standard, but it was created by George Lucas when he created Star Wars. He created actually before he created Star Wars, his first film was called THX. Yeah, but 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 the, yeah, but that was. Um, the, the the THX standard actually, if if I'm not mistaken, was a late '80s, early '90s situation, Be because surround sound was coming to the home. Right. Because surround sound was, it was making THX its was way in to, movies only. Right. Prior THX to that. was in movies only, and and remember, movies used to be mono. Mono right. is one speaker yeah. doing. You know, um, then stereo was a big thing, and then surround was a big thing, and surround was basically four speakers, you know, two in the front in stereo and two in the back with uh, how, a mono signal. I have that. I was going to cut that question, but how do you feel about surround sound? Like, is it necessary? I, I mean, I, you know, again, it depends how much you want to connect with your, with, with what you're watching. Mm -hmm. You know, it depends how much you want to connect with, you know, with, with the movie. Um, do you just want to watch it or do you want to feel it? Well, yeah, no, and 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 do you want to be enveloped? I mean, now I don't know if you need a thousand speakers and and whatever. I mean, you, you know, it's, uh, my system has five speakers. Um, subs are important, 
Don't get one big sub. Get three small ones if you can. Get three big ones if you can, but you know. But I have three smaller subs placed right. around the room or whatever. But we're introducing our girls to the Harry Potter uh, movies, and those sound great. Mm, oh man, those imagine, yeah, the yeah. sound design is they're very dynamic, uh, and they sound amazing. But you know, it's like I don't have a thousand speakers. Right, it's not necessary. Atmos is insane. It's like a thousand speakers or whatever. Quick question: three point five millimeter or lightning port? For sound, I mean, lightning for port. Lightning port gets gets you so much. You know, it's like the HDMI, where you used to have to pass, you know, a video cable and and five audio cables. You just have one cable now. So, right. the the simpler, the better. Okay, you know, and the more information you can pass with one cable, the better. Okay, all right. Um, is listening to music via the phone slash computer like ear throw up to you? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, it's it's. No, I mean the 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 DACs inside phones now are 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 decent. You can get an external DAC or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if if you have like, don't listen to music at you know ninety six kilobytes per second. Like right. that's insane. Uh, but the two fifty six, the Apple two fifty six AAC or whatever yeah. it is, like, you know, I mean, look, there's some people that swear they can hear all these differences or whatever, and there are differences, mm -hmm. but. It's incredible how many times you will uh, you will play a wave file, especially of of music that has a lot of high frequency information, and then you play a compressed file. And people almost, not always, but I've seen people prefer the compressed file because it cuts that. You know, basically all the algorithm is doing is trying to figure out what your mind can replace that mm. they can take out to save space. Right. right. That's basically what compression is. And a lot of times, like, well, this doesn't sound, you know, that sounds very bright and, and it hurts my ear, so that has to be the MP3. No, you know. But if you listen at a very low bit quality and, and like, it sounds, like, if you're streaming a radio station from your phone, you are getting not the best signal. It's just we can't stream at a very right. high, just because we can't. Right. So, Okay. Um, have you ever been to a silent party? I know of them, but no, I've never. Dude, I have... Four kids. I don't. You don't have time for yeah, it. I don't, I, don't, I don't got time for all that. <laughs> I got time for Dora the Explorer. They they have popped up more recently. I know Flex yeah. did one recently. Yeah, yeah. You put and, on the um, headphones and yeah, they're, they're kind of weird to me. So I just trying to figure out if you know someone who appreciates audio how he would feel, how you would feel. Well, it about, depends on the headphones. Yeah, of course, of course, right? <laughs> that makes sense. Um, have you ever heard of Hi-Fi Wi-Fi hubs? No, but so I I recently came across this. It's like a like a USB port situation, and it's like these three pieces that you pull out like little pucks, and then you plug your headphone uh, into it, and then now we're all listening to the same thing. Oh, okay. It's kind of uh, like a social listening well, it's, situation. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a silent party, right? It's kind of like a silent party, except for B Y O H. And uh, bring your own headphones, and um, I guess the, the wherever it's plugged in at is you know depending on it's not a DJ situation necessarily. Right, it's, it's more of a, somebody playing the music. Yeah, off or, yeah. Well, I just was trying to f wonder if you had heard. No, I know you do a lot of research in the field, so I was wondering if you had even heard of it. No, no, no. Um, so let me ask you this, right? Audio tones, right? Mm -hmm. They're being used for a lot more now. Have you ever heard a listener 
L-I-S-N-E-N-R? No. So listeners started as an app, uh, I believe 2014. J. Cole dropped an album in it, and it was one of the first times after, of course, uh, Flex dropped the DJ Funk Flex app, and we had Who You Mad At Me and Yourself mixtape. That was the first time I saw an audio project drop in an app. Um, the second time was Magna Carta Holy Grail. Um, the third time was J. Cole, and he dropped in this app called Listener, and then I started paying attention to that app from that point forward. Mm-hmm. The app stopped doing that, and um, the, the app's creator, Rodney Williams, has innovated the technology that he's been using to, to make these deals. N- Listener now is like a uh, base application that... Um, Companies can work with to do a whole bunch of different things. One of them is payments through audio. Um, another is unlocking and starting your car through audio. Right. Um, securing your house through audio. So audio tones. Audio tones. Yeah. Ebro the, was talking this morning about he has an app that starts his car and does this and then the other and... You know, so I would imagine it's that technology. Um, and, and audio tones have been around our business forever. Yes. Like the audio, you know, the the audio tones would set off a piece of audio, you know, right. S- sound right through a cart machine or whatever. Right. Yeah. So um, that is becoming a thing, like in the future. But but Tad, it's the same thing that we're talking about in terms of virtual reality and things that are kind of ahead of its time or whatever. Audio tones have been around forever. Yeah. You know, sending an audio tone through the wire to start something miles and miles away. It's just now it's so much easier with a with a with you know, with this device. Right, right. With that was unthinkable phone. twenty years ago. Correct. So yeah. So so yeah, we're we're heading into uh, it, that leads me into my next question, which that necessarily wasn't a question aside from have you heard about it, uh, the audio tones. But uh, my next question is, how do you feel about spatial audio, which is the audio used in 360 and VR that is recorded differently? It's more. It's not about. It's about where, like yeah. it's about uh, placing, making like so. If somebody's walking behind you in VR and prompting you to turn around and look in yeah, a certain direction. Yeah, it has to direction. come from behind you. Right. The I mean, that all that, um, obviously, that's done in a studio. And, and have you seen the new Atmos studios? No. The new Atmos studios, it's, it's, it's basically, they're very cool. Google it and, and for you to see a picture, but... but um, it's an array of speakers, 360 degrees overhead. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, sorry, you know, behind you. And it's for that. It's for, it's for placement. And really the first place that, that I remember hearing that was the old IMAX mm. theaters. Remember the old IMAX mm-hmm. theaters? And they would boast about it. You know, where where your normal theater has, you know, 5.1, we have 20,000.50 or whatever. And um, I mean, I think it's I think it's awesome. And and the way they mix it and the way that, you know, it's it's, you know, um, at the AES show here a few months ago, they were showing a piece of software Mm -hmm. that it basically was a little green ball and the sound designer was moving stuff around, looking at the screen, making sure that, you know, that, that the sound was moving 
yeah, because it has to be aligned with time. Yes. Again, it's all about the illusion. Yes. If 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 it's not perfectly aligned in time and in line of sight, then it it, it messes the illusion, and then you stop paying attention, yeah. and and you start thinking about well that. That was a fuck up. And looking that, looking for other fuck ups and looking to see, well, what's right. really going on here? You want to pull the curtain back. Throws you off, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you feel like there will ever be a time that technology will make audio so complicated you won't enjoy it anymore? No, I, I, I don't think so. I think that, I mean, you know, instruments are instruments and singers are singers and, you know... Um, no, I think. Look, I think it should be better. I think that. Um, I think that that technology is going to make it better because recording techniques and um, the devices that you use to record, uh, you know, those should get better. Now, the problem is, it's like everything. It's like having a palette of paint and having the best paints that look like real life, you know, like the flesh tones and this palette like look like human skin, mm. you know, doesn't matter what tone of skin you are, it looks real. And right. and then you get somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and how to use it, right? And they just splatter and, mm. you know, and, and they don't use the right colors or whatever. It's the same thing when you're producing music or, or when you're producing anything, right. you know, you might have the best equipment available to you. Look, there's I'll give you an example that that for me uh, personally, there's a, a female singer, not hip hop. Um, I, and I don't want to say the name because I don't want to offend anybody or whatever. But every time that I hear, like, this is a big singer, like you know her, she's British, okay, and she was so big that we actually were like, we have to play this on Hot when she debuted her her, her last album, okay. And for me, they I, I don't like I would love for this guy, the guy I was telling you, Al Schmidt, to produce her her next record, if she even produces the next record. Because I think that it it just sounds shrill and her voice is piercing and they're trying to get a crystal clear and 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 brilliant sound. And what they ended up with is something that doesn't sound very natural to mm. me or to my ears. We all hear differently, but right. to me it's very piercing and very uncomfortable. And the 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 test to that is when you hear a piece of music and you crank the volume and you go fuck this shit sounds good and, and you're into it and versus oh I got to turn the volume down a little bit because it's hurting me yeah yeah so again technology should like in the hands of the right person in the hands of the right producer in the hands of somebody that has the skill. It should be like a like an, an enhancement. Yeah, an, an enhancement. Right. Of, you know, and really, what you want is to get as close as possible to the emotion of. I mean, think about the emotion that J. Cole puts f from his brain to his hand to that pencil as he's writing down on a piece of paper what his heart and his mind feel. Mm -hmm. Imagine getting as close as possible to that without distraction. Really, that's the thing, is minimizing the distractions. Yeah, okay. So you could feel it more. So. Uh, all right, quick questions. A couple quick questions. Sure. Pizza Monster. 
The new beats are really fucking good. I haven't heard the new monsters. The, 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 the original beats were, you know, the ones that started the headphone revolution that we live in today. They, I always thought they were fun headphones to listen to because it, it, it almost made music uh, that you knew very well, uh, like caricatures, like almost animation of real life, you know, because they colored the music so much because it was so bass heavy. You, you and know, whatever. the original beats were monsters. Oh Monst- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I know. I know about the whole thing and yeah. I know that they split off or whatever yeah. and and but the new beats are really I I think they're they're really good headphones. Um a little overpriced. I haven't heard the monster ones, but I have a fundamental problem with people that sell expensive speaker uh, cable. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Um Sony or JBL? JBL. All day. All day. But Sony was such a standard in the in in radio specifically. Yeah, I mean, so so yeah, I, I mean, for speakers, you know, JBL for sure, and especially the the JBL of the last you know, ten fifteen years or whatever, because of Tool and and Sean uh, Olive and all these people. Pardon me that I mentioned, but in terms of equipment and you know their elevated standard have you seen the Sony ES the elevated standard Sony stuff no. oh man it's beautiful it's i i have a <laughs> in my mother-in-law's house in Miami <laughs> i have um uh, an old ES receiver still works they still use it to this day and it was you know the 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 the, the guts inside are are better and it's an elevated standard um for the TVs, like JBL doesn't make TVs, no. you know. Yeah. Uh, so, I, so the, the JBL versus Sony thing is kind of like not a, a fair because they're like I wouldn't buy a JBL TV, right? They don't that, make it, right? right? Right. But Sony is like I, I'm, I'm a fan of Sony. Okay. I'm a fan of Sony, and and they have I don't know how uh, they, they have like really great speaker systems and stuff yeah, they, they, but it's ES and and it, and they don't have the economy of scale to produce them so you know speaker that would normally cost you maybe 5 grand they have to sell it for 10 mm. to make up for them not having the economy of scale speaking of cost right i hit you one time and said yo if if i you gave me a gift for christmas thank you again and it was some lottery tickets and i said if i hit i'm going to buy you this speaker and you were like, yo, those were like a hundred grand. And the thing I looked up said like two hundred grand, right? Yeah. What's the most expensive speaker? There's million dollar speakers. There's a million there's, dollar speaker. Yeah, there's I think there's a couple of of systems and that are that are million dollars. And again, you can you can Google it and 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 whatever, but I mean, like you'd have to have that amount of money and and then and think about it if you have that amount of money you have several places that you're living yeah. and you're experiencing no, you're life you're a billionaire you're, you're, yeah you're you're a billionaire you're experiencing life in a totally like yeah. like if i were a billionaire i don't think i'd spend that amount of money even though i'm a geek or whatever yeah, because yeah. it you know it's like there's so many like too much more important yeah. things there yeah. but but that's because you know audio and you know that you could do it for $200 for the speaker, so you right. don't necessarily need that. But the average billionaire, unless you're Elon Musk, probably isn't thinking. Yeah, I mean, like, what what can a million dollar speaker system give you? You know, a million dollar speaker system set up in a shitty room is gonna sound shitty, right? You know, but what you get into is, you know, it's the the finish. 
and they're probably done one at a time, and it probably yeah. takes the people that make it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Gold, and, gold uh, screws, whatever, yeah. and, and things that really don't. What I like about certain speaker companies, there, there, there's a handful of speaker companies that I really, you know, for lack of a better term, term fuck with because they're because the 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 science behind them and and the R and D behind them are. are you know, are legit. Or that's the, right. what I told you. You know, the JBLs, the Ravels, but also uh, Jenny's, mm. the Genelex, okay. Um, Audio. okay, um, and Dyn. I've heard of. I yeah. haven't heard of Genelex. Yeah, say. Genelec? Yeah, I don't think Jenny's. Yeah, they're in Dom Studio. It's the. Uh, are you fucking around with me? No, no. I mean, but you know, I'm not the audio they're guy. The, you are. Yeah, they're they're the speakers that uh, if you know if, if if yeah they're the speakers that are in Dom Studio, that are in the production studio. Okay. They're the you know the 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 you know the the, the big the, boys. the box. No, they're not even. They're eight inch. Okay. But if you the ten thirty ones, those are old. Those are like nineteen ninety two. Okay. Vintage speakers, and they're still used today because they're good speakers. Right, right, right. So you know, but those like if like if you were in the market to buy a pair of speakers, I'd say look at those. Right. You know, if you want a pretty finish or whatever, you know, and, and if you want to pay more for that, great. What would a, what would a million dollars speaker for a, a speaker for sale for a million dollars? What would it cost to make that in your estimation? Oh, four hundred thousand. Ah. I mean, they well, or, or, or not even because. For uh, okay, so a million dollar speaker system, you expect for that speaker to be delivered to your house, for a guy in a white lab coat to come with you know yeah. big thick glasses and to come with a clipboard yeah. and test it yeah. and spend and, and, and there's the butler, a company that and the that, butler that, to hit play when I'm ready right at and, any and time some, yeah yeah exactly Facts. and at any time Facts. or whatever so that costs money yeah so if you're buying a million dollar speaker system it probably costs you know two hundred some thousand dollars to actually build because That's of the materials and because you know this you know this wood is crazy rare and etc you know and then you know you gotta you gotta ship it yeah and think about the shipping when you're talking about a speaker that costs 200 grand to I, make I, which I don't even know if it would cost that much but you have to make sure that it gets from 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 where it's built yeah you know by Santa's elves or I whatever. don't want it in a box I want it handled like yeah Right, and, but that costs money. Yeah, yeah. So, so economy of scale comes into play not only for for audio stuff, but for TVs. You know, you can buy. You know, if you have a very small manufacturer that does really good, you know, sixty inch, you know, L LCD or whatever it is, the OLED, mm -hmm. you know, versus a Samsung or a Sony or an LG that produces them at a high rate of speed, like you're gonna get. You're probably gonna like the quality is gonna be. You, you're not is gonna be comparable. Maybe the Sony or whatever will be better, mm. but you're gonna pay more to the smaller manufacturer because the guy needs to make some money. Yeah, and yeah. The, you know, and and he doesn't have. He's not producing a thousand of them. But that's the same for everything. For sneakers. Yeah, that's for, true. For you know, you, you know. Um, well, once there's an assembly line, it's going to make everything cheaper. Well, yeah, and that assembly line, uh, uh, there is. I'll, I'll tell you a really geek story here, if if you're in the mood for it. Of but course. there's this there's this dude that designs speakers. His name is Andrew Jones, and Andrew Jones is um, he's a British guy. He now works uh, with Elac, uh, <clears throat> but worked for Pioneer, and Pioneer. You know how Toyota has Lexus and Honda has Acura. Yes. Okay, and so Nissan Pioneer has. has uh, TAD, 
Okay. Right, so it's their high end. So this is the chief guy at T80. So Pioneer commissioned him when, when he worked with him and said, I, we want to make a great speaker designed by you that you can that we can sell for under a hundred dollars a pair. Mm. But they're great, like competing with speakers like they have no business competing with, right? right. So so the guy so they went to work not so much in how the speaker sounded or or, or whatever, but how it had to look, what size it had to be, mm. what size the container that it was in had to be, mm. the packaging, how much you can get in a box, how many boxes you can get in a crate, how many crates you can get in a container, where you're going to build it. And you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so because all that plays a factor in cost. Yeah, of course. Like... Um, so, so they came up with with a speaker, and the speaker is I have I actually have a pair, um, and it has a really long name. Pioneer is still building them. It's a, a small uh, black ash finished speaker, four inch woofer, one inch, uh, you know, tweeter, soft dome tweeter. Yeah, uh, it's the you know the the ones that push in easy. Yeah. And a waveguide. It's and it sounds great. I mean, look, you're you're not going to get life size sound out of it. But if you play it at a normal level, like that's a really good fucking speaker yeah. for 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 under a hundred bucks. That, that, that doesn't happen a lot. So you know, so you, you, and and like I said, this he designed it years ago, and they're still selling. Mm. Like they're still selling the same thing, and I think he improved it. There was a version two or whatever, but um, and then there's this um company that builds their stuff by hand. Mm. And it's the, their name is funny. It's uh, it's spelled S C H I I T. It's shit. It's shit. pronounced shit audio. Shit audio. So and, and it's a and and I just read their their book and it's fascinating. It was started by two pioneers of high end audio, uh, Mike Mofat and Jason Stoddard. And these these guys worked at Theta D Digital and, and like the big high end companies mm -hmm. and ba 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 geeks like us. They got together in in California and said we want to build shit that's easy, you know, for people, you know, for easily accessible. Cut out the middleman. You can only buy it direct. It's gonna sound great because it's designed by us. We're gonna get you know, and the guy did it and started like like gates and 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 jobs did out of his garage mm -hmm. you know building stuff and you know the guy Jason's wife would say what are you doing i have to go deal with this shit i have to go you know do this shit and and his wife jokingly said that's what you should call the audio company you're always working like they hadn't figured out a name mm. and it's so funny because one of the high end uh, publications. I think it was an online publication. They were fucking around. like these guys are jokesters. I mean, you right. call your company yeah, shit. No facts. But um, you know, one of the reviewers was like, "Yes," and it's pronounced. You know, and they gave them all this bullshit on the way it's pronounced. <laughs> and the fucking guy fell for it. Like, you go to their website, shit audio or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like it, it, you know, it, 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 like they sell cables. You're right. They sell really good constructed cables at a very decent price, like good XLR cables, good, you know. Right. And at first, you start reading, it's like, oh, our cables are made from, like, you start reading this, and you're like, holy shit, these guys are really into this bullshit. And then at the end, it's like, yeah, it's all bullshit, yeah. you know, but they're really good cables. They're constructed very well. Yeah. 
They're going to last you a lifetime. If you want a story, Bye. here you go. Yeah. If you need something and, to but say. But anyways, that's that's how they are. And and I have a, I want to get a, a, a DAC, a, a digital to analog converter, um, which I don't know if we need to explain what that is, but, well, yeah. you know. Yeah. These basically get, gets the, the, the ones and zeros from, from a, from a digital piece and turns it into something you can actually hear. But right. I bought a... They're used to it the other way around, converting from analog to digital. Right, when you... Yeah, exactly. Like this microphone that we're talking into now, it's analog, and then it'll, it has to go digital into digital, file. but yeah. it has to be converted back to analog for the ear to hear it. Correct. So Correct. Um, so those are those converters. But anyways, I got a um, uh, the shit Manny. The, the, it's a, it's a ti- I swear to you, dude, this yeah, is the fun. fucking name. Yeah, I'm not fun. kidding. I believe. It's a, it's a phono preamp, and 110 bucks when mm. I bought it. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's fucking great. It's and there's phono preamps that are twenty thousand mm. dollars and fifty thousand dollars and whatever. And these guys are making some great equipment built here by hand in the good old United States. You know, not you know, not, not subbing it China. out or, yeah. or whatever. Not you know, not doing what what Andrew Jones and the guys from Pioneer did, which is like let's get you know, let's mass pre- let's let's make sure that like. Every fucking house in the United States can have a pair of these speakers if they right. wanted to. Like this, you know, when they run out of their stuff, they're it's back ordered. You know, hey, we're gonna have some, you know. Yeah. All right, that's good. How much do you think the perfect system should be for the average consumer? Knowing that I mean, they can if, get like if you're really interested or whatever, I think you could get a really decent system digital mm-hmm. for a grand. Okay. For for under a grand, you can get really you know good stuff and and used some you know there's some stuff you can buy used yeah that's really good like Reverb.com and Audiogon.com are are great um, websites to because all this stuff that you buy I mean it it loses its value instantly you buy as soon as it's off the yeah, shelf un- unless you're buying something really special like a, a, you know you could buy a the closest replica of a U47 made by Telefunken now. They make it here in the United States and I want to say it's Connecticut. Mm. Um, that mic will set you back nine grand. Mm. So, Ed Sheeran uses it and it's it's the mic, right? right. It's the vocal mic that, that, that you know, to use. Um, why did we get into this? Now I lost my... I asked my you what the, how much the perfect system would... Right, 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 right. So... Um, I do and that and we started time. talking about you know you, you, you use gear or whatever. So, right. so you could buy that mic for about nine grand. You could buy clones reproductions because th- that schematic has been out for so long and it's been copied. You could buy a really decent sounding U forty seven style mic for nine hundred bucks. Mm. So you got nine hundred bucks, nine thousand bucks, or you can get an original for twenty thousand mm. bucks. Right, because it's the original. It's when Telefunken made the in, you know, the, the tubes and whatever, and Neumann made the capsule and all this. Right, shit. right. So, but audio equipment is, you know, you, you buy a, a piece of gear today for five hundred bucks, and good luck trying to sell it for five hundred bucks. That's it's going to be worth. Right. So, so use gear if if you want to go. I wouldn't buy a used cartridge. 
Okay. You know, you, uh, you know, needle for yeah. Because you don't know how you know you don't know if it's, it's been maintained it or whatever. It might be on its way out as you as you buy it. Yeah, got you. Okay. But uh, I think with a thousand dollars, you can get a very close to state of the art digital system. Not anal, you know, not right. not with a turntable or whatever. That's because right. that gets expensive. Got you. Uh, there was a, a fake video going around. J just let me add to to that oh, real yes, quick because yes. I think it's important. Yes. The, what I just said about turntables, like if you buy a $100 turntable mm -hmm. and you compare that to a $1,000 turntable, like you will hear the difference. You will hear, you know, you will hear the difference because, you know, s speed accuracy, mm. noise, drive belt, drive, etc. You buy a $100 CD player and a $1,000 CD player. No, you play it through the same system. No and especially if, you know how the, you have the coax out? Yeah. You do coax out into whatever DAC you're using, you know, whatever your, your receiver is. Yeah. Dude, you cannot right. hear that. I'm sorry. You might think you can, right. but in a blind test, and there's been thousands of them, people cannot hear the difference. Digital is digital. Digital is digital. It's either there or it's not. You know, it's, 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 it's ones and zeros. And the DAC could play, you know, some people might be able to hear differences in DACs yeah. and the digital to analog converters, but, but, but analog is different. Analog and, and, you know, turntables, it gets to a point of diminishing returns for sure. Right. But. It's quality is quality. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, no, all good. Gonna... So I was what I was going to say was the, a, a, a little while back, I kept getting hit about this fake video. Everybody's like, "What do you think about this? Do you think it's real? Or do, do, cause the, can this be done?" It was a kid who happens to be a rapper, looking like he had this implant, the, uh, this device implanted into his arm that opened up and he it affected his vocal cords and allowed him to have auto tune at will. It was like to me. It was like y'all are ridiculous for even asking me this because no, the, man, no. The, but the Dude, technology that's, doesn't that's, exist yet. Well, hold on a second. You didn't. You haven't seen the Mission Impossible movies. Well, I've they seen. Do that shit. I haven't seen the last one, but I've seen. What, you didn't see the first one well, where they put. I, but, the, I, but I know how <laughs> movies are made as well. So, uh, well, remember that's the the when they put on the the masks to to imitate right, right, somebody right. else, and they right. put the the chip and which and is actually sound. which is actually from uh, a Star Trek since we spoke on an earlier right. episode of them having this mask that you put over your head and yeah. it just turns into whoever it is. But my question is. Is it possible? Not, not today. It's not possible today, but it might be at some point. Absolutely. Would you let your kids, if they've said, Dad, I need to get this auto-tune implant, would you let them? I would let my kids do whatever it is that makes them happy, as long as it's not illegal and, and gets them into trouble. Like, I would hate for my kids to do drugs. Right. But aside from that... You know, it's, I would like for my kids to be as happy as possible okay. because they're not, you know, we're not here for a long time mm -hmm. on this beautiful That's rock that, that we call home. It passes too So fast. you want to get a freaking auto tune or whatever and you can afford it and I, I don't have to fucking pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Go, get two. Thing. Get two. That way you can have <laughs> your voice in stereo, yeah. <laughs> which some people believe that you can do voice in stereo, but that's another podcast. But <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, I'm so, yeah, man. I mean, that's my philosophy on, on, on. You know, it's, as long as it's not hurting anybody. It's like, I remember when I was a kid, my dad is like, you ever get a tattoo? And mm -hmm. that. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. Like, it's my fucking, like, it's, it's my, my body. body. Yeah. What the fuck is That's like, if, you know? 
Exactly. So, would you let your kids do that? I think. Or have I changed your mind now? No, no, no. I think (laughs) I have done a. I would trust him to know that he wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm. I'm, Why would you want to do that? I mean, it's. I mean, your voice is the instrument that God gave you. Like, it's the only natural instrument that we're all born with. We all have different timbres. Mm -hmm. We all have different uh, frequency range and response. And 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 some people have great voices. Some people, but it's it's yours, and it's 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 like your fingerprint. Yes. It's it's so. Why would you want to? You know, I mean, I remember when auto tune was a thing, and and well, it still is kind of. I I know. T Pain definitely. I mean, yeah. T T Pain kind of made a character of of it, and and look, there's some. You know, auto tune is. It's basically you've heard of tone deaf. Like there's some people that are tone deaf. Yes. They can't. You know, they'll hear. They will not be able to hear a tone out of place, and say, "Oh, that sounded like shit." Yeah. So, um, so what auto tunes does is it just it fixes that. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I mean, there's a there's a ton of artists, ton of very well respected artists that we love here that are that are pillars of this radio That's station, and like. You see them rap live and you go, wow. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. It's a little different. Well, that leads me to my next question, right? Do you think today's rappers owe their career to the producers? Specifically because today's rappers that use autotune, it's all about the sound. It's not It's not about the skill anymore. It's not about, oh, he got a flow or he this. You can have bars and still do that, that type of sound, the trap sound or whatever, but it is about the sound. So do they owe their, their career to the producer? I think that the key word there is owe. And um, you're, you know, it's, I mean, that's a multi, like that, question really is a multifaceted answer and and the short answer that I would say is no and and here's why Mm -hmm. if you like if you're an artist you have to have a certain level of talent Mm -hmm. and if there's a producer that says man with the raw material that you're bringing to the table I can turn this shit to Shinola, which is an old saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Correct. Younger people, you know, right? If anybody's survived the amount of bullshit that we've been talking, the geek shit that we've been talking. But anyways, um, so so you know, you have to the, the raw material that the artist brings still is unique to that person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it's very different than if you say, it, like, if a producer says, "Hey, I can make anybody sound good," mm. like like people with no talent, then yeah. Okay. So so, but if 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 it's somebody that at least has the talent, look, and there's some, there's some guys that and, and girls that write really well, mm-hmm. and 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 they're poets. Yeah. And but they can't, you know, they can't fucking throw down on a mic worth of shit. And right. there's people that rock the mic and can't, you know. So there's so there's varying degrees of talent. There's varying degrees of. But if, if you have some talent and there's and, and the producer says, hey, I can I can tweak here and there, I can mm-hmm. airbrush mm-hmm. your sound. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like models. Right. Like you're hot, but man, hold on a second. They're an enhancement, but they're not the, right. the package. Now, they get you and me to model, and ain't no airbrush you're gonna save us. <laughs> facts. So big facts. So then my next question is 
do you feel like today's producer owe a large part of their success to their engineers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, I think the engineer uh, is the unsung hero mm -hmm. of the stuff we listen to. And, and not to take anything away from, from, from the producer, but, mm -hmm. but, you know, the engineer that's actually putting the stuff together. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and like everything, there's great engineers and, and, and engineers that are, you know, that are, that aren't as talented. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the engineers are now getting credit. Yeah. And, and there's a reason for it, you know, and, and, and it, you know, because it's an, it's important. Um, you know, there's, um, it's funny that you should mention that. And, and it just, I just, I was just reminded in the book that I read, uh, from Al Schmidt, the book is called on the record. He says a lot of these producers would come in and they'd get on their phone or they'd go take a call or whatever. And it was up to me and the band. And of course he's engineering the record. Mm -hmm. And he, he, he points out, he doesn't name any names, but he says, you know, and the, the producers would step out of the room and not be really interested. And it was the engineer's job to make sure that everything sounded mm. the way the artist intended which is really at the end of the day what you want to put on the record. Facts. So Okay. That's 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 dope. That's dope. Um I cut that. Uh cut that, cut that. All right. Uh numbers are a techie's friend, right? Like yeah. we all rely on numbers. Damn. And you know, you know I I'm I produce Flex's show and and of course, as a techie, I'm into math and numbers, but sure. the, the numbers I use the most for my job is time, right? Yeah. Keeping track of time in my head. That way, yeah. during a song, a, a whole life can happen. Yeah. Um, what are the numbers that you keep track as PD on a daily basis? Oh, man. I mean, there's so much data now. I've been, I've been in radio for such a long time. I mean, I got in when I was 14 years old to mm, run wow. boards and, and, and you know, the, the Sunday morning shows that, that you couldn't get anybody else to run. I was like, I'll do it. Right. Um, and, and just the data that's available now, I mean, I think the most important numbers, you know, and, and Flex and I get on the phone at least once a week to discuss the ratings, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's, so it's, it's those numbers. Um, so, I mean, you know, data is... It's it's amazing, and and you know, just like everything in life, with everything, uh, there's you can't let the data push you off a cliff either. Mm. You know, you can't. The more data you have, the more prone you are to thinking, "Oh, I don't need art." It's kind of going back to the producer that says, "Oh, now with auto tune, you don't need a mm. ton of talent. You don't need to be, you know, whatever." Right. You can. You know. You can. You know, we can get by with, with, but you need, you need numbers, but you, it's a combination of art and science. Like mm -hmm. when you're producing for funk, you know, you, those numbers are just part of the equation. Your ability to make sure that they mean something and you press the button when you need to put the fader up or down when it needs to post, give... Yeah. Flex the cue when he needs to. That like that's the that's the performance. That's your art. Right, right, definitely. Um, speaking of ratings, and and if look if we can't if we got to keep something secret, it is what it is. But what do you feel like is your most important number ratings wise? 
I've seen you do your thing. I know you take, like you said, the data is, is numerous and you take things from here and things from there and, and, you, and you put it together to make the whole circle. Sure. What do you think is the most important thing when you're doing all of that? If you can say, the, no, without I, giving away I, our no, no, because secrets. whoever believes what I'm about to say will go, oh shit, that makes sense, and whoever doesn't, because we'll do they have a different way, way of, right. yeah, it's like, well, this guy's full of shit, and he should go, you know, They'd whatever. Be stupid to think that, but um, thank you. Um, I one. I think you know, radio is um, <laughs> it's 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 a mass pleaser. Mm. And that is the toughest. Yeah. That's the toughest. It is. Because, you know, you're always going to have critics that it's not good enough, that you play the same song too often, that you play the. So the numbers that I look at is I try to. And and it's not me. It's it's me and 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 the team of people that I work with. TT Torres and shout and, to TT and, and Dom Nero, which Dom we brought Dom. before. Jay Dixon and, and Jay. Ebro chimes in, and, you know. And but it it ultimately is my call to you know to to say all right, this is you know when 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 a call has to be made, right? And radio is about pleasing a lot of people, the most amount of people. As much uh, as possible. As much as possible and as frequently as possible. And everybody listens different. And, you know, there's there's people that, that, that listen a couple of minutes in the morning and a couple of minutes in the midday, and then they might catch flex for a couple of minutes. And then there's people that turn on Hot 97 and listen all day, mm -hmm. you know. And there's people that listen to win contests and they don't even care what we're doing. They don't right. care about hip-hop. They don't care about the conversation. So <clears throat> um, to try to capture the ratings, you have to please, you know, you got to please as much as possible the connoisseurs, the people that are ahead of the curve. You can't be too ahead of the curve, you know, when it comes to new music. So it is a balancing act. It is. So, you know, I mean, I know that doesn't answer your questions as to a specific right. set of numbers. Yeah. But the, the the data that I get with numbers that 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 guides me. Um, you know, it's 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 a lot, but that's what I try to get from the data. Gotcha. That 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 does actually answer the question because regardless of which number, that the outcome is suggesting that all the numbers are just as important. So it's how you're tweaking for what you want. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I mean, look, you're 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 you can't. It's very hard to have one restaurant that sells cheeseburgers that everybody mm. just loves. Right. You're going to have the people that go and it's like, eh, you know, it's I've okay. Had I've had better. You're going to have the people that adore it and go every day. And then you're going to have the people that totally hate it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, and that's why, you know, there's many restaurants or whatever. And it's, and it's tough because, right. you know, especially for hot, which is such a big and important Brand and beacon. It's a staple. It's 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 worldwide or whatever. And and you know if if we fart, people you know smell it across the nation. <laughs> yeah. Smell it, and then they said, "Well, they farted. Let's analyze the fart. Let's <laughs> you know." And and we get scrutinized. And at the end of the day, really, our job here inside is to make sure that we're pleasing the people that use radio, the people that want to hear a song that you can sing along to. Make sure that that the stuff that we play a lot isn't. 
<clears throat> you know, burnt to a crisp or whatever, and making sure that I mean, there's, you know, this tap yeah, we get, yeah, yeah. we get thirty new songs a week, yeah. if not forty, if not fifty, yeah. and dissecting and going through that takes a takes the army that we have back yeah. here, and you it's know, nuts. so yeah, definitely. Um, two more radio questions. Uh, one, well, I'll start with this one first. I've been saying this for a long time, right? We've been we've worked in radio for a long time. And because I watch technology very strong and I've seen the disruptions in other industries, the print industry has taken the hardest disruption. Yeah. Um TV too. TV's been taking With a, time a shifting hit as yeah. as late you know, Netflix has been a big disruptor, Hulu's getting better, Disney Plus is about to drop, the cable companies are switching their uh packages to a la carte. But Radio has been, in the last, I'd say, three years, it's been affected. Um, I've definitely, since I've been here at Hot 97, in 1997, watched it go from a radio, any radio in New York City, mm -hmm. in an urban setting, was switched to 97.1. Right. So you could drive down a block and catch a stereo effect because this yeah, stoop's you could playing hear it. it. Yeah. Yeah. My car's playing it. Yeah. That stoop's playing it. Yeah. And now it's, you know, I do hear, like when I hear a radio signal coming out of anything, I pay attention more now to it. Sure, because you want to see what what's going yeah. on, who's playing it, sure. why they're playing it, things like that. But the constant has been the car. Mm-hmm. And so radios are stronger than ever in the car. And I know even with me saying that radio has been affected, radio is still super strong. People, de like, I know it's been a thing where people are, radio's dead. No, radio's especially, far from dead. Especially people that listen to podcasts. Like, there, there's, you know, there's a group of people that listen to podcasts yes. that, that, you know, and... and and they will agree with you saying, oh, radio is, you know, it's, it's, right. it's ancient or whatever. But the reality is um, radio, it's... <clears throat> I, my my oldest son is 28, and um, sorry, my stomach is growling. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm keeping you. Apologize. No, no, it's fine. Um, when he years ago, I want to say, I don't know, 10 years ago, whatever, we got him an old. He still has it. Um, we got him an old Chevy SUV, or it's a GMC or whatever. Anyways, he put a stereo system, and back then, <clears throat> you had the Ox. Port. Yeah, you know, so you'd get the three, the the, the, the mini jack, millimeter yeah, jack into yep. whatever, and he he not, he he says, Dad, <clears throat> that's it for radio for me. I'm aux cord. I don't, you know, I'm aux cord, and then I have a, a twenty disc CD changer in the back, yeah. and and it plays MP3, so that's it. I'm done with radio. I'm here like, well, motherfucker, that shit's paying for your fucking food, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> so anyway, so he's you know, and um, and you know, I I I do voice work for 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 other radio stations or whatever. And he calls me. I, I landed the station in, in the market where he lives. And, and he says, Dad, I heard your voice on the radio. And I go, you listen <laughs> yeah. to radio? He goes, stop it, Dad. Stop it. You know, and, and whatever. So, so I guess what I'm trying to say with that story is it's people consume radio they don't even know because it's, 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 because it's so easy. Yeah, It's easy. It's a curated it's a daily curated playlist yeah. that, and we take songs out and bring songs in, and and I I, I got to tell you I have, I have, I don't even know how many playlists I have on my phone, yeah. but I I guarantee you that the very first one is probably still there. Right. Um, 
and I, you know, it's it's like it's cool for like people by nature are contrarians. They kind of want to be told what to listen to. Well, in a sense, like not told, but they want to know. Here's what they. Here's what I think. I think they want to know what their peers think. Mm. I think they want. I. It's not that they want to be told or want to be guided they want to they want to confirm mm, that good. that the, what they like is like for example and as you get older it starts meaning less and less you right. know it's like when you know it's it's like a piece of clothing like you know notice that the older people get the less fucks they give about brands yeah. or whatever yeah, cuz they yeah cuz you get like you get comfortable with yourself and and like there's other things that are important yeah. in life and when it comes to music and especially hip hop like you want to make sure that the shit you like is the shit that everybody likes. Yeah, facts. You know, it's like, well, how many views does it have? How many, you know? Music is very social. Like, yes. What the fuck do you care if you like it? Who gives a fuck yeah. if it has zero views and you are the only person, like the person that's listening to this podcast? You're the only per- human being. <laughs> well, we're gonna get into some of that because a lot but, of that is social. But you behavior. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 so so. The thing about radio is it's a consensus. Like if if we're spinning the new Cardi B song and you're listening to it, that means that that I, that we've sat down, we've looked at the data, we've gotten feedback, we've you know, and and it's a song that's hot right now. What right. you don't want to do is you don't you know you don't want to be playing Bodak Yellow, you know, five times a day because it's it's not you know you want to be playing Money right. from Cardi B. You know, five times a day or whatever, right. and and the new Cole, you want to hear that? You you know, not necessarily neighbors, right? You know, which is you know, yeah. So, does that make sense? No, it does. It does. It, it's showing that you want to stay. You want to like as a radio listener, you want to make sure that you are listening to the most current thing. And you want to make sure that everybody else is listening to sure. the most current thing. So the thing that's on the radio is usually the most current thing that everybody else is listening to. Definitely. If there's a new pair of whatever, you know, sneaker, like you know, you might get a different color than than your, you know, your homie or whatever. But yeah, it's you still want that fucking right. look. You still want that. Why? Because, you know. And you go to social media necessarily to confirm that, whereas to confirm. To, you go to yeah. radio to confirm that. Yeah, people people inherently want to make sure that they're not wrong. Right. And and you know, it happens with. I mean, have you ever gone out with a, 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 a woman and several? <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course, but I mean that you know, and it's almost like you introduce you to your friends and you go, "What do you think?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been married for twenty-five plus years. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you think about my like. I fucking love her, and she's you know That's she's. A good point. That's you see what I'm saying? Point. But yeah. you know, but when we were going out, you know, and I introduced my friends, like, "Hey, she's hot, right?" Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. you, you want to make sure that that you have the you know yeah the, the you best want thing for you, you want to you don't want to be wrong right. for, with anything you want to be more right and you want to be more in than yeah. out facts. So before I get into some of these super techie questions, one last radio question. <laughs> There's super techie super question? techie questions. Who you got, Flex or Rosenberg? It depends for what, <laughs> like like to cook dinner, flex <laughs> to 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 get on a DJ set. I don't know, man. Flex is pretty. Flex fucking lights it up. No, he's he's that guy. He's flex definitely is, that guy. I mean, it, now for 
for deep conversation that makes you scratch your head and you know maybe maybe Rosenberg's one of those guys that you know he might he might have a chance yeah like like both of them are amazing for 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 different things but you know so no, I was just trolling you a little bit you know that's the team we we love everybody I it's love just, everybody it doesn't know. mean I love anybody less it's just you know Facts. so Facts. all right so let's get into some of these these techie techie questions right, right. uh what do you feel like is the hot technology right now? The hot technology right now, um, yeah, it's you know it's whatever you carry with you. It's whatever you know the the new thing is for your smartphone. Really, mm. I mean, uh, like I used to laugh at 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 face. Are you uh, are you an Apple guy? I am. I, I do both, but right. I do like iOS better. Right. So so like I thought, oh, this face recognition. What a what a. Now I, uh, like my daughter has yeah. an older like my old like iPhone. The, you're speaking of like the face and, unlock. Yeah, the face unlock or whatever. So um so you know so just you know that 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 stuff that we know of. You know, and what I get really excited about is the stuff, like, I always think, like, what's the stuff that, like, we talked about earlier, yeah. like, what's the stuff that what's the military is using yeah. that's not, you know, that, that you know, that some scientists came up with and yeah. they, they off them, like, what's in a the movie microwave? because, you know, yeah. right, exactly, yeah. exactly, so... You know, I mean, because some people may not know, but the microwave was developed by the military and held on to the military for a very for, long yeah. time before it hit cellular. the public. Cellular, cellular, a cellular. Lot of absolutely. Popular the internet, a lot of popular absolutely. applications. We I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day where where Wi-Fi is as common and free as as radio signals, and mm. and you know, and, and well, speed Google, is quick Google's and working on it. <clears throat> yeah. They're working on it. They're not there yet, but I mean, that's a technology I'm really excited. Right. You know, and 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 I know that five G is it takes a, a step into that direction. They're saying it that you know, like the some of the carriers are saying five G, but they did the same thing with four G, where yeah. it was an enhanced three G, and it's just an enhanced. But if five G is on the way, it's just not here yet. It's 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 to get people to spend money. Yeah, facts. Yeah. It's consumer. Um, give me a take on AI, artificial intelligence. I mean. I know that that's kind of where things are right now, and you know, it's like everything has to be perfected. Like yeah. there's things that we take for granted now that that simply didn't work in in their inception, and 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 just to be able to say, you know, Siri or or Alexa or whatever it is, and and have them do it. Like I think that that right now it's a little too cool for the room. Mm -hmm. You know, there was somebody was telling me about a microwave. A smart microwave that some company was very excited about because it literally counted how many times you did popcorn. Mm. And it would tell you, like, uh, hey, notice that you've done nine bags of popcorn. Okay. What do you, you know, you're running low. Have you ordered yet? And press yeah, this button yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, and Might be Samsung, they're heavy on that. Right. So, I, I mean, like, uh, they have a cool fridge that I like that'll tell you it has cameras in the fridge and it tells you tells when you're you running low on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, does it tell you, like, when shit hasn't been used, like, there's yeah. shit behind yes. the fridge? It'll tell you when stuff Oof. is expired. Oof. It, it keeps track of all but that. Then the problem is you have to clean that shit out because the camera's calling you out. Yes. So it's not artificial intelligence. Like your mom is there. Right, right. Saying, clean out your fridge. <laughs> and shit. Like, dude, everybody has that piece facts. of something in the fridge that's just oh, funky. Oh, bad. Yeah, facts, <laughs> facts. Um, 
do you trust robots? This is a two-parter, right? Now bear with me. Do you trust robots? And then do you think sex dolls will take over brothels? I think sex dolls will, if they're not a thing, I think because um, there's, you know, like, dude, we're fucking weird. Yeah. You have, I'm sure, some shit that you like that's weird. I have some shit that, and everybody does. And I'm sure that there's going to be something just even out of curiosity if you know and 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 as things feel more real and as things communicate like there's there's lonely people out there yeah facts like the, like radio um you know in its inception it, you know and it's in in the start it was about accompaniment and keeping people you know like dude you know it's like you know, the cat person thing is a real thing it's like yeah. there, there's lonely people so i think that there's you know and it's like plasma TVs. It's like probably what costed you twenty five thousand yeah. dollars in nineteen ninety two for right a tiny, now. right? And so if they're mass produced or whatever, like I, but they I'm look sure. really real. And my thing is, they're they're a shell right now. They're just the 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 body for you to have that that companionship in in the bedroom. But at some point, the skeleton will be a robot. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, and then it will be. An yeah, alive type yeah. situation, and that will change the scope of how people view it. I think that it, it would be, if we were honest as as a society, in terms of uh, like we we seek other people's approval more than we like to admit. Facts. And and you know, look, sometimes there's there's people that rather be next to somebody they don't necessarily love or like or that beats them up or that smells like shit i don't know just whatever so they have just so they're not alone yeah like there's like that's a real thing so so i think that and and in terms of robots you know um not the robot like you know and will smith's i robot or whatever but i i remember i used to do a lot of flying mm-hmm. when, when i worked uh with my former company and with a company before that i used to Travel quite a bit. Travel quite a bit to New York and L.A. And I would do this trip frequently. Right. And I remember um, on a couple of occasions where the pilot said, and this is years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, every uh, you know, uh, if you enjoyed the smooth landing, that was our auto landing software, whatever. Wow. Every now and then we have to test it, and you know. And 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 imagine the times that a plane has landed that they haven't told you. Right, right. Now, was the pilot fucking with us? I don't know. Maybe, mm. or maybe there truly is a system that assists in landing the plane. So that's, I mean, that's not a robot per se in a in a in a in a, in a physical looking body, but there's, it's a robotic system right. that's controlling it's, shit. It's non man. It's non-manned, exactly. So, so instead of having ten fingers and ten toes, it has, you know, it has a thousand fingers and a thousand different things that's controlling it. It has a brain that's telling it what to do depending on air pressure and speed right. and, and terrain and and whatever. So do you know? So, you know, now do do I believe that that there will be like 
like robots walking up and down the street? Like, I don't know. Do, do I believe that robotic procedures are going to take more and more jobs? Sure, they've done it so far. Right. Like the assembly line used to be human beings putting shit together. Now right. it's, a, you know, a lot of it is, is, you know. Well, my next question is, how do you feel about automation? But then as you were saying that, I kind of want to, like, you watch Terminator. Sure. Do you think Skynet Several is a times. possibility? <laughs> Where a computer becomes self-aware and declares war on, yes. on humans because we're destroying Maybe. Earth or yeah. whatever? I don't know. I don't, I mean. Elon I, Musk had put out a statement saying that, that AI and robots will be the end of humanity. Look, and he's a very smart guy, and he's much more versed on. So if Elon Musk said it, and whatever I'm about to say, put a lot more value into what he's saying, because I'm, that's just not my business. But there's, um, there's, you know, look, there's good people and bad people mm -hmm. in the world and everything in between. There's, there's really bad people and there's really great people and everything in between, I might say. Mm -hmm. When you build something it's it's you know it's unless something a chip or something is bad mm -hmm. or unless it's being you know artificial intelligence means it learns right so it depends what it's being taught so if you get like you know like there's religious groups that are that are that are that are you know that there's some people that that make it you know that it's one bad apple that ruins the whole batch right. or whatever. So right. you know, so w could one computer, one robot, you know, go whatever, AWOL? Go AWOL. You know, it's just just because. And then going back to the re the religion thing, I just want to clear it up because it's such a touchy subject. Yes. Like, like every religion tells you to love, you know, and 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 to be kind, and you know, and and, and you know, whatever. And there's some people that take it. Like it means something totally different. Right, right. It's not only one religion or the other. It's like there's there's shit like that in in, in every religion. That's a fact. And so so you got to think about you know it it all it, it it's all going to depend on how artificial intelligence learns mm -hmm. and who's teaching and and what they you know. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen Ex Machina? Yeah. Yes. Uh, hold on a second. Was it? Is it the one with the? Um, it's the one where they're like in a secluded place and they're that the doing kid it. wins the 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 contest yes. to go and, see. And yeah. it's the guy that does the Star Wars. He's the pilot. The the guy that creates is the the pilot. Uh, Poe, whatever. Uh, is that Poe? I'm trying to. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe. Yeah. And he wins the contest and he goes. But it's not really a contest. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's an experiment right. to see if he to can fall in love. Yeah. To see yeah, if yeah, there's yeah. a real test to see yeah. if the AI is really yeah, yeah, yeah. AI. The way the AI learned was really, yeah, taking Google and learning the behaviors, not, not what was being Googled per se, but how people were Googling. Yeah. It learned human behavior from how people were Googling. Yeah. And it became aware. The, aware. And, but then that's what kind of gave it the, it. the yeah. danger of it, like Yeah, but but but, but what what this machine wanted was freedom. Yes. Right? And and inherently that's what we all want. Correct. We want to be free. We don't want to be we don't need we don't want to answer to anybody or or you know or or be held and i mean this this machine was being held in a cage right. and being told what to do right. the cage was a pretty cage but still a cage nonetheless right. which is which which was appropriate when it was a machine but once it became self aware right so it was so the thing is the foundation of what that machine 
became aware of that I could be, it was happiness. And freedom equals happiness because you're free to do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of weird because we just had the conversation of we're, we're pretty free-willed in the United States, yet we will be with somebody we don't necessarily right. care for too much to not be alone. Right. So that conundrum is going to be very interesting to see how it plays, how it plays out. out. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about automation? Would you get into a an Uber with no driver? No. Hell fuck no. <laughs> no. There's no way. So in 10 years, no. and it seems as though it's perfected, you wouldn't get an Uber with no driver. Would you get into a plane with no pilot? <sighs> you know, of course, at first it's like, hell no. But then if you think about it, right? There's probably many times I've gotten onto a plane with a pilot that was blasted out of his mind, drunk or high on drugs or something. And yeah. his co-pilot and the automation of it and, you know, yeah, got you to it where got you me were going to where I needed to safely. be safely without realizing that I was actually in danger. So I don't know. Here, here's, there was um, a news story that just came out maybe yesterday. And, and I go through news like crazy, so I can't tell you which which um, right, right. website it was because I'm always trying to collect information for right. you know. And there was this guy that was in his self driving, I think it was a Tesla, and he was asleep mm -hmm. on the road to Vegas. Yeah, I've seen, you saw that. I've, well, I've seen several videos like that. Yo, that it, with, the, is, with the chair like, all the way scary. back. And they're dead sleep. Like, that's scary. And, the, and they have somebody in the car with them that is nervous. And they're like, yo, um. Yeah, I mean, that's. So then, you know, so the, then, you know, as, as pot becomes more and more legal, as mm -hmm. people, you know, so now it's like, oh, I could, I could be bombed out of my mind, get in the car and tell yeah. her where to go or whatever. And then, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't, at least not, you know, at least not yet. Yeah. You know, I just, I just Give don't. Give us some time, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'd have to, you know. So, I don't know. Yeah, because like we 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 watched the internet and technology take over the world in the last ten years. Where in, in the last ten years, if you were born, oh, digital technology, well, digital and, and technology. the communication, uh, you know, that's really what's taken off. Correct. Because you know, it's you know, I mean, think about it. I mean, I there was a time where. It's like, well, you don't need mail anymore because now you have email. Right. Now email's considered, you know, like, oh, dude, if you really want to get me quickly, text me. Right, you know? right, so, right. So the communication thing is what's really exploded and, and, and people being able to, I mean, people have a video camera on their person. Right. That's why we're able to see shit. Yeah. And, 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 and the outlets are able, not able to lie as much because you have, like, user-generated proof of things right people that get shot by cops and they're being live streamed on social media or whatever right. like that shit would have never right ha you know so so the communication like that's really taken off right and the behavior of that communication well, is expecting expecting to be able to use it and be connected and right. whatever that's yeah that's the behavior the expectation right and that's what's changed in the last 10 years but so in 10 years from now and Uber has made, stated its case and everybody's used to it, then maybe, but they're getting ready to launch a whole new program, which is uh, 
little planes on top of buildings taking you from Manhattan to Jersey or Manhattan to Brooklyn or Manhattan to Bronx. That's their next service that they're actually getting to launch in like the next year or two. It's going to be crazy. That's interesting. Um, what do you, do you think that there's room... What do you think the next innovative thing could be? <laughs> Dude, if I knew that. <laughs> we could buy those million-dollar speakers, yeah, right? Um, people like convenience. People like quick. And people, you know, it's... Uh, unfortunately, the next big thing is going to be something you never thought you needed. But mm -hmm. when it's out, you can't live without. I'll mm -hmm. give you a great example. Instagram. <clears throat> Instagram wasn't there when you were born. You know, you know, but now you're always on the gram. You always want to see what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, so, so again, the, the next big innovative thing is something that we don't know that we want or need, mm. quote, you know, quote unquote need as much as, as, as we will once it's out. And that's of course very hard to, you know, it's, I mean, that's, that's what makes you a billionaire, Facts. you know? Facts. Being able to figure that out. A uh, couple quick lightning questions, right? AirPods versus Sony headphones. AirPods are the the, 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 the little things, the wireless. I I I I don't I don't own a pair, so I don't. I, I, don't, I yeah, don't my ear, so. the way my ear works is like the the regular, the way your hearing set up. No, no, no. The way that my ear canal is like the the white. Yeah. Headphones like they fall off like easy, fall off. so I know that if I had a pair of those wireless they'd joints, they yeah they they get lost quick. Gotcha. So so Sony, yeah. All right, iOS or Android? Oh, iOS. iOS. Mac OS or Windows? Mac OS. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, would you give your help uh, if, if you had a helpless child? Would you give a helpless child a Samsung? Yeah, I mean anything that could help that helpless child, you know. Of course. Except for they have that stigma of being dangerous because of explodingness. Does that is that still a thing? Or did did, the, did they not catch that? They they did, but then the problem is it's a thing with ion lithium batteries as a whole. They haven't fixed battery technology enough that it will never happen again. Right. And and by the way, that it's funny you should say that because that's one of the things I was going to tell you about the self-driving car or whatever, you know, Gear goes bad, and then who do you, you know, mm. and so, yeah, batteries explode, and, and you know, things aren't soldered properly, and, you know. Yeah, that's fact. So, um, um, well, look, I have a ton of other questions that are really about. The camera guy's going to fall asleep yeah, here. Yeah, they're so. really about social media and, <laughs> and, and, and the behaviors and things like that. We touched on some of it, but, P.O., I I, I want to wrap now, but I want you yeah, to come man. back and we Absolutely. do this again because Anytime. you are very smart and I love picking oh, up. Oh, man. Thank you for that. I, I, I don't hear that often. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, uh, you'll be back. This has been F and Techies, and uh, thank you very much. Make sure you go to P.O.'s Instagram page. His personal Instagram page is P.O. Farrell. We'll put links. And his... Uh, audio file uh, the geek the geek, geek stuff is geek stuff is home underscore and underscore pro underscore audio yeah home and pro audio home and pro audio yeah. so check that out he he's updating us with some of the best devices you need to put a system together well 
Kind of, kind of, kind of, sort of. It's 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 shit that I like. It's shit that you, you know, like, but if they're paying attention, which they should be, then it's something that they could use. You know what's really cool about that is, is a lot. Of, you know, like people hit you and say, "Hey, what do you think of this? Hey, what do you think of that?" And again, it's all that. You know, it's that. Like I, I'll give you advice, but it's it's like what I think of it. But I always, you know, the caveat is always, dude. But you gotta like it. Yeah. You know, just because I like this doesn't mean. That's a fact. So. At the end of the day, that's, the, that's great advice to, to exit on. At the end of the day, you have to like it. You have to be happy. You have to function with it. Effing techies. My brother. Thank you so much. Bro. Thank you, bro. It's gonna be thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Man, that, that was, like, for me, it was fun. I'm sure for you it was terrible.